Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Six weeks on from the devastating flooding caused by Storm Babette. There's first steps crash in Middleton. Very bad news for parents there. The place won't open until April or May of 2024. There's parents all over Middleton have kids in the crash, including you, Aoife. Now, you work from home. You're not the worst affected here, but this is bad news for people. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very good. This is bad news. Yeah, no, it's really tough. Um, like it's, as you said, it's one of the largest crashes in Middleton. There's over a hundred kids there. So obviously the impact on the parents is massive. Um, it's like for me, I'm probably, as you, as you kind of alluded to, I'm lucky in that I'm not the worst impacted, but it's like going back to the COVID area, which I'm sure a lot of parents can relate to that are listening to the call today. Um, you know, it's trying to juggle working from home as well as being the the primary carer within the home as well for my for my youngest child. So sure. that's a bit of a struggle for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely not the worst. Um, so you know, for example, um, it's at the entrance of a housing estate that was badly damaged as well. So we obviously have parents who had not just homes, but some would have had businesses that were destroyed in the floods. So they have now a huge financial burden, not just to rebuild their businesses and their homes, but without childcare, some of them can't even go back to full-time work. So they're getting a double financial hit because they're struggling to get back on their feet because they don't have the ability to earn the income that they had previously. Mm. And they're trying to cover the costs, which obviously you know, the government aren't going to cover the full extent of this flood damage as much as we're getting subsidies for some of those homes. Not all of that is going to get covered. So they're getting a double financial hit. 
it's obviously building up to Christmas, but there's a long term impact here because as you touched on, this building's not going to be ready till April or May, and that's at the earliest. We yeah. know that's an estimate. Yeah. That could easily be September, October of next year. So what are these parents going to do in in this medium term to figure it out? Mm-hmm. There's no That's hope of another example. premises or anything, no? Um, we haven't heard. And, and like, again, you know, if I just touch on the fact that this is a crash that is involved in the government ECCE scheme as well. Yeah. So obviously they provide three hours of childcare per day per child. And that is an entitlement that every child in the country has. But unfortunately, our children who have been involved in the ECCE and attended it with first steps crash, they don't get that anymore. So obviously there is an onus on the government to follow through on that as well, because that is an entitlement entitlement of all the children. And mm-hmm. it's so important in terms of that social development, that education piece. We have some kids that have special needs. So you can imagine having that social interaction for three hours how much that can bring certain children on, not just, you know, every kid as well, but those with special needs. So there's so many different cohorts that are missing out on that. We've got parents who are both frontline workers. They can't get childcare. So what are they going to do? Like, you know, so a lot of people are taking a massive financial hit. So that's, I suppose that's why we're here today is because we're not seeing any action from the government right now. So we're here to, I suppose, highlight the plight of the parents of Middleton, The government obviously promised to assist us financially, but this is also, I suppose, one of the other unintended consequences is having a crash that's so badly damaged structurally. And then obviously there's going to be flood defences. It's going to take a long time for this crash to be back up and running again. So our call to action today is for the Department of Children and for Roderick himself. We're asking you to intervene so that you can find an alternative uh, place for this crash that it mm. can reopen while the building works are going on and given the scale of the damage and that flood defences will be required please we ask you to consider giving additional support to the builders so that we can get this crash back up and running again mm-hmm. there's been no contact from the minister uh, since this happened or or no response to any any appeal for help so far has there uh, apart from your 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 stock uh, reply via email, we have heard nothing. Nothing. Now I know local TD there, James O'Connor, is bringing this up in the doyle. Yes, yeah, and he's been very supportive. In fairness, as has Adrian Hagerty, who's involved with the you know the local um, Middleton businesses, um, and they've been great to advise us, and they've been really supportive to try and highlight this plight. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a new it's it's a temporary premises at least or or or, or help with the repairs because this, it's not sustainable like you said there Rifa it, it it's yeah. not sustainable to just tell people well we can't do this until April May 2024 and like you say that's yeah. that's at least and this is a government funded exercise you have to look to the minister for children and said yeah. well now minister here's our problem we're taxpayers yeah. look- here's our problem yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not an either or. We need both. I mean, you know, the the shortage, the chronic shortage of childcare is huge. It's actually massive in Middleton before we lost this crash. I mean, if you were like even thinking about having a baby, you'd be ringing around the creches to try and book a, a spot for your children. It's extremely difficult to find places to begin with. So to lose one of the largest crashes in Middleton has a massive impact mm-hmm. on everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're, you've got people who have to change 
everything in the next six months just to facilitate this. And they're going to lose money, they're going to lose income, they might even lose jobs because of it. Exactly, exactly. Like, for example, if we for we have one group of parents, they're both frontline, frontline workers, they're struggling to, to put their kids into childcare, you know, hiring someone private, one, is extremely difficult, two, it's extremely expensive. So it would probably result in one of them having to give up their job so that you'll only have one on the frontline worker. So again, there's double impacts there because we're not contributing to society. We're not contributing to the economy like we would like to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And that's through no fault of our own. You're you're calling on people to send emails to the minister, even if you've no connection whatsoever with first steps to notify the minister that this is going on and say, minister, what are you going to do about it? Exactly. The more of us who email in, there is, um, you know, uh, safety in numbers, I guess. So the the louder we shout, unfortunately, um, it is those who shout the loudest that get the most attention. So really what we're asking for people to do, um, you know, is to email the Department of Children and email Roderick O'Gorman and ask him what are they going to do to help with um, getting this childcare back up and running for the parents of Middleton. Roderick, R-O-D-E-R-I-C dot O'Gorman mm-hmm. at O-I-R dot I-E is the minister's email address. And I think what you're, you are reaching out, Aoife, just beyond, the, if you want, the, the, the community of people that needs a service like this, if you care about the people of Middleton and their kids, just email. And if he's flooded with emails, then when James O'Connor brings it up in the dial... He can't say, I didn't hear about it. Exactly, exactly. The more people that that email in, the greater the weight is behind our argument, behind our plight, and the better chance we have of getting this resolved for the parents of Middleton. All right. Leave it there, see what happens. I do hope that you get a result. That's Aoife McCarthy. She's a parent, one of over 100 parents with children at the First Steps creche in Middleton, which has been told, parents have been told, that the place won't even be half ready to open or nearly ready to open until at least the spring of 2024 and they want people to drop hundreds of emails on Minister Roderick O'Gorman to see what he's going to do about it because it comes under the ECCE scheme which is run by his department and all of that so Roderick R-O-D-E-R-I-C dot O'Gorman at O-I-R dot I-E if you want to support First Steps Middleton Corks 96 FM